Welcome to Behind the Boss Lady podcast, a sacred space where each week I share with you a look into what it really takes to run a soul-led business in today's modern world by giving you a look behind the boss lady with solo cast from me and interviews from guest experts. We share a whole lot of wisdom, strength, a little woo, and lots of love as we go all in on business coaching and personal mastery helping you develop the highest version of yourself and step into your power to let your light shine. There is nothing that is too much. There is no truth too real. And there is never a topic that we won't touch when teaching you how to stay in alignment when things get messy. I'm Shelby, your host, solopreneur and CEO of the Boss Lady Agency, a business coaching company dedicated to helping women just like you answer their soul's calling. You have the power within you to transform your mind, body, soul, and business to create the life of your dreams. Now let's dive in. Welcome back to Behind the Boss Lady. On today's episode, we have Georgina Juarez with us of Silver Fox Coaching, and she is going to share all about what it means to be a women's rebel coach, how she supports and helps women step into their power, gain self-confidence, and most of the times for the first time in their life, make themselves a priority. So thank you for being here, Georgina. I am super excited to dive into this conversation. Before we get started, I would love for you to share just a little bit about yourself with our audience. Hello, boss ladies. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Um, So like you said, my name is Georgina and I am a certified um, women's rebel coach and I'm from California. And how that kind of came about for me is I always knew that I was supposed to kind of help women in some way. I was that friend that you can come and talk to that would give advice you know, that one kind of confidant you could just like cry out to and, you know, there's no judgment, just kind of understanding. And that was since I can remember, I was always kind of that caretaker, um, you know, friend, buddy that you can, you know, come to for advice. And um, over the years, as I dove into my own self-discovery of what, you know, I really wanted and started making myself a priority, in my life, I really wanted, um, you know, I, I said I wanted, I didn't, that's the wrong word. The word is I was called mm-hmm. to step into that, right? I had been putting myself in the back burner for such a long time. It just came to a point where I needed to step into myself and helping women um, is one of the biggest, the biggest joys. Um, for me, because I love how women light up mm-hmm. when they choose themselves. It's it's just so powerful. Yeah. Yeah, I totally resonate with that. And just how you said, when you finally chose to make yourself a priority, I resonate with that so much, because that's kind of my backstory, too, is when I finally decided to choose myself, answer that calling, find my purpose and decide that I was going to create the life that I wanted for myself and being able to just step into that fully. And so what was it that, was there like a specific moment in your life or a specific occurrence that happened that really led you to answering that calling for yourself? Yeah, you know, um, I have 
two boys. I'm a mom. And so my youngest was graduating high school. And uh, the job that, that I had, um, I, I chose it because it was financially sound for my family. I had two boys. I had a family. You know, we have to be caregivers, caretakers. You know, we have to provide for our family. It was never really... Um, something that fulfilled me. And so when they got to a point where they didn't need me as much, I kind of stepped into this place well, where, who am I? Mm. Because they don't really need me as their mom as much as they did when they were younger, right? Mm -hmm. So it opened up this whole kind of door. Like, who am I if I'm not a mom, if I'm not a partner, if I'm not you know, a sister, I'm not a caretaker. If I'm not all of these titles that I put on myself, mm -hmm. who am I? And so I hit that point where I knew there was something else for me and I decided not to feel guilty for wanting to discover that. And that's one of the things that, like you were saying, there's so much shame and guilt that go around women themselves and wanting to make themselves a priority because it somehow takes away from their kids or it takes mm -hmm. away from their spouses or it's going to take away from something else that we constantly put ourselves and our needs on the burner. And I decided it took me a little longer when I, um, I turned 40, I was turning 40 and, um, some people say it's a midlife crisis. I say it's a midlife awakening. <laughs> I decided to, I just, you know, decided to, um, a whole bunch of things. I stopped um, coloring my hair. I stopped straightening my hair. I stopped um, being a people pleaser mm. and making sure I was there for everybody else. And I really kind of journeyed. Um, I took a month away um, on a trip by myself without my family. Oh, wow. And I decided to figure out who I was, what my needs were, and how I can serve others. Yeah. I love that. Like, what an empowered story to go from identifying as mom, caretaker, partner, and hit that point where just like, hold on, maybe that maybe that isn't all that I am. Maybe I am more. And honoring yourself to go on that journey to find yourself, I think that that is truly beautiful because that's something that us as women, we do, we do push behind. We put it on the back burner because we feel like we have to care for everybody and do so many things for everybody else. And it's like, like you said, the awakening. When you finally realize that I'm more than a mom, I'm more than a partner. I'm more than a homekeeper and I can be and do anything and everything that I want with my life. Yeah. And it's okay. It's okay to want those things because it doesn't take away from anything else because the more you love the journey that you're on, the more you start loving like who you're becoming, the more you start experiencing new things that bring you joy, you share that joy with others. It doesn't take away from you know, your time with them. It doesn't take away from your experiences with them. If anything, it magnifies it because you are in such a place of self-love, self-awareness, self-confidence 
that you can't help but want to bring others along in your journey. And who's going to benefit the most? The people that you love the most, yeah. the people that support you the most, because you will give them tenfold because of all the love that you now encompass within yourself. Yeah. And I think there's a big distinction that, you know, we think we're taking away from something, but by giving to ourselves, we give to others. Totally, totally. Yeah. It's, it's like it's that magnifying. Our aura actually expands. We're able to hold more within ourselves and give more to others because we are finally, for the first time, allowing ourselves to like have that self-care and that self-love that you always hear about, but you don't necessarily give yourself because it's, right. oh, I need to do the dishes. Oh, I need to do this. Oh, I need to do that. Okay, well, when do I have time to just relax? Right. I'm to care for myself. I know. And it's so, you know, we have a tendency to feel guilty um, right. for wanting to do those things. And it's not even, you know, it's not even about spending. It's not always just about spending the money, right? Like we want to go get your nails done or you want to go, you know, do this thing. Sometimes just wanting 10 minutes by yourself without like, kids running around or somebody needing you like you almost feel guilty for you know wanting that time for yourself because somebody needs you right but you know the thing the biggest thing you know I I think a lot of women um and this was me feel like they have to balance everything mm. and balance for me doesn't work I learned a very long time ago that balance um, it's like putting two things on a scale and when that happens is one thing is higher than the other and that somehow we prioritize one thing higher than something else and then that's where the guilt comes in like you're prioritizing you know yourself and then your family suffering because the scales aren't perfectly even and so there's a beautiful thing that that happened for me and when I started harmonizing my life instead of trying to balance my life. Mm. Harmonizing means creating a beautiful piece of music. And think of an orchestra. Sometimes there's a flute playing or a drum playing, but they're all working together to create a beautiful piece of music. And that's kind of our life. We're creating the life that we want. And if we communicate that, you know, we need this time, our spouse, our partner will help us create that. And sometimes our kids are priority. Sometimes our jobs are priority. Sometimes we need self-care. Sometimes we need all these other things. But as they're flowing in unison, we don't take away from anything. But we're creating this beautiful life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. It's just figuring out how every piece fits together and works yeah. together. Where you're not right. the lack of the guilt isn't there, but it's finding yeah. what how to make it all work for not only you but for those around you yeah and it really starts with being honest i think a lot of times we're not honest with ourselves with what our needs actually are and how we feel about things so the foundation of any self-discovery is being honest with where you are and the things that are going to have to start changing in order to allow yourself to discover yeah. And that takes right? work. It's a lot of work. And so that's why it's easier just to put ourselves on the back burner, do everything else, because that journey is not easy, but it's also oh beneficial. I cannot agree more. It is, it's hard to kind of see that reflection of how you might have been living your life or how you might have been doing things and to feel 
Because as you're going through that deep work, you start to feel a different kind of guilt. It's like rather than feeling guilt because you aren't doing something, it's like, okay, well, now I feel guilt because I didn't do that. Because now I see like the effect that it had on me internally, what it caused, what it led to, what else it brought up for me. And so that deep work, it's like, that's what the benefit of having know somebody in their life like you that can help be there and guide and support through that because that journey it's so impactful on everything that it can create for your future so with that okay with that what do you like how do you guide your clients through that what's the journey that you take them on because you say um the rebel right I want to dive into that. What does that mean? What What is rebel to you and how does that transpire in your clients and the work that you do with them? Yeah, absolutely. So when you decide to rebel against your old habits, your old stories, what society has kind of made you believe about yourself, because we've all at one point wanted to fit in, into a box, right? We, we wanted to check off this list. You know, I live in this type of home. I'm this type of partner. I have these type of things. You know, I have this type of job. You know, we really have put self-pressure on ourselves to live a certain way. And being able to look at ourselves forgive ourselves for the things that we didn't know and decide that we no longer want to live by any other standard than what we decide is for us, is us rebelling against all the things that we thought about ourselves because we are our own, I don't want to say our worst enemy, but we are supposed to be our biggest advocate and sometimes the stories and the things that we tell ourselves hold us back, put us down, and really put us in a state where we don't allow ourselves to grow and love ourselves like we should. Yeah. And so teaching women how to stand in their light and be unapologetic about the journey that they want to go on and how they want to self-discover who they are and really rebel against who they thought they were and give themselves permission on who they want to become. It's like such a cool journey if women just were honest with themselves that that's what they needed, that's what they wanted, and it's okay to want to figure out who they are. Right, it's okay to want more than to just be that like, wife at home with the kids it's okay to want our own like dreams and to have goals and to see a bigger vision picture for ourselves and sometimes that's hard right because we do have society pushing us down and telling us that we need to be a certain way or we have to dress a certain way look a certain way so that we're actually like loved and seen and heard and that that's so hard for women because we're already trying to figure out how to make so many things coincide together and then you have this thing on the the back end that isn't really like 
for us are meant to be telling us what to do, but we're listening and we're hearing and we're taking it in and it's hard. Absolutely. You know, I think the biggest, one of the biggest challenges for us as women, aside from, you know, the shame and the guilt is really forgiving ourselves for, for not doing it sooner. Like there's a lot of women who've like come to this point and they're like, oh, I'm, I'm already too old to change or I've already done this for such a long time or, oh, this is the way that it's always been. And so just acknowledging that you want to pivot, it's such a scary thing because you've known this life for such a long time and choosing to, to go on this unmarked path can be so scary, right? And we're so hard on ourselves because we should have. We should have known better. We should have done this already. I call it shooting all over yourself. Like we're notorious for shooting. Oh, I should have, you know, I should be doing it this way. I should be this type of mom. I should be this type of parent. I should be this type of partner. I should be driving this. I should have my life figured out. I should be making this much money. I, we should all over ourselves, and we end up stopping there and not taking action because we've already think that we failed when all we've done is come to a point in our life where we no longer want to be that way. But it's so scary to take that step. But once you cross that line and forgive yourself for the things that you didn't know, accept where you are and give yourself permission to journey forward, so so amazing life happens we're always in this like this transition of creating and doing and being and so rather than yeah putting that pressure on ourselves is that we should of or we should be or whatever it is it's like just accepting that we can do all the things and it's not a matter of time or when it's just making it work and yeah, we, yes. the the pressure that we put on ourselves is um one of the biggest hurdles for women you know trying to be all for everyone um mm -hmm. that we forget that we're our biggest advocate and we need to be there for ourselves yes i, I yeah. fully agree i hear you loud and clear <laughs> yeah oh on the In there we we've lived it you know, we still do it, right? Like, you know, we're, we're all trying to navigate this as we go. You know, no one has all the answers. And just because you don't know the answer doesn't mean that you should not work towards it for yourself. Because what's right for you might not be right for somebody else. Mm -hmm. And we're notorious for comparing ourselves. Notorious for comparing Oh, she looks this way. She has this type of life. You know, I should, you know, have more followers. I should have more clients. That person's doing this notorious, notorious. We need to show up and be perfect and do all the things right and, you know, make dinner every night and have this perfectly cleaned house and this perfect body and everything else that comes with it. And that's something that I think has definitely grown and gotten even harder 
to overcome for women because of social media and because of just everything that you you see like these snippets of people's perfect life right because that's all it is snippets and but because of those snippets we subconsciously get it into our minds that well why isn't my life that perfect why don't i have that why am i not doing that why am i not receiving or being all of these things and yet if we step out of that subconscious and into the conscious reality we can see that we are doing a lot of things it might not look the same as them you know we might not have these perfect flawless pictures because we're not face tuning everything or <laughs> whatever it may be but we're all living and doing the best that we can and so when we decide to just step into that authentic self and be the rebel for our own life that it's like a magical thing that occurs it really is and i think i think women just don't give themselves enough credit and don't know the power that they have mm-hmm. by just showing up in their own presence in yeah. their own light in their own journey mm-hmm. because there is somebody who's watching yes that just needs- like we're watching yes that needs you without you even realizing it. And that, that's probably one of the most surprising lessons that I've learned on my own journey of self-discovery is, is how, many, how many women are paying attention and are, and are listening to somebody who's sharing their story, mm-hmm. that's sharing their journey. They might not be able to step up into their own space yet, but they're looking, they're searching for somebody just like you, struggling the way that you do, you know, um, discovering the way that you are. You know, it might not be exactly, but that little pivot where you decide to be yourself can inspire so many others. And it's so beautiful because we as women have more in common together as a collective then we do things that are different. Yeah. Right? It's like when we, when we step into that authentic version of ourselves, we become vulnerable. We allow that transparency to shine through. It, it's, a, it's a transformational process, not only for yourself, because you're allowing yourself for like the first time to fully be and express and feel, right? Because that's another thing is like women know, oh, you have too many feelings. You should, like, you're too emotional, right? All these things that get told to us. Mm. But when we actually allow the world to see that, yes, we feel, yes, we are emotional, yes, we're dealing with these things, it inspires other women to do the same. Other women to stand up and be like, yes, I'm having a hard day today. Yes. Yes. Yes, I'm struggling through this. And then it's like this trickle effect, like you said, as the collective, that now you're like this support team of just sisterhood because you're bonding on these same things that you're dealing with and struggling with. So that process of just opening up is such a beautiful thing that creates like friendships that you didn't even realize were there out there waiting for you, but you had to get to that point of allowing yourself to share. Right. And that, 
you know, I think that's, and you touched, you know, right on it is being, being vulnerable. And, uh, and there's something to be said about feeling your feelings. I'm a really big advocate for feeling your feelings. Mm -hmm. If that means you're in your closet crying because nothing fits, that's what you're doing. If you are so frustrated because you've been sitting on your computer all day and you can't get this one platform to work because it's, and all you want to do is scream and like be frustrated, be scream and frustrated. If you are tired of everybody wanting something from you, your kids, your partner, and everybody's just, you know, let that out. There's, there is an emotional release for a reason. There is something that comes after that. After we acknowledge that's how we feel, we're able to release it, we're able to come back to center, and we're able to, to keep going. You know, but the more we hide that part of ourselves, the more we let that build up, the more that we let that fester, we can't learn and grow through what that's coming up for us, what's triggering us about those things. And we're notorious for putting our feelings aside and making sure everything else keeps on running, right? We're just going, 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 going. And there's something beautiful when you acknowledge your feelings, when you acknowledge the things that are coming up, that um, you are brave enough to be vulnerable and be honest with where you are and what's coming up for you when you're journeying into those places. It's scary, it's not easy, and I'm not going to like paint this pretty picture that, oh, it's, you know, it's so great when you do all this stuff because it's not, there's a lot of hard work that goes into that. Yeah. But man, on the other side, I always, I always, 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 always say that you are your best bet. If you choose yourself, if you bet on yourself, there is nothing that you can't do. Yeah. Right. I'm with you huge advocate of just feeling those feelings you know my clients come to me a lot you know they're they're in all those emotions but because of going through and growing up and being told you know oh don't be sad don't cry don't do this you're completely yeah. with that don't 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 so that's your pattern and as you grow up and especially as you step into like your true being and if you're starting a business and you're feeling all these things, but you're like, no, I can't feel them. So then we shove them down, right? And then we right. hit that breaking point and we snap. And then now whoever's around us thinks that we're volatile and crazy. But if we allow ourselves to feel everything in the moment, like you said, that afterward, it's such a massive growth because we see something out of it rather than shoving it down, letting it all get compacted, and then it coming out as this massive firework explosion. It's like we take it slowly and we feel all those things, we express them. So then we can see the like, the brighter side of it. So we can find the, the lesson that we can learn from those feelings and those emotions. So that next time when those things might come up, we know how to better handle it. Absolutely, and, there, and it's such it's such a beautiful place to be where, when you're able to feel that coming on and know that you need to be like, okay, this is bothering me. Instead of doing this, I'm just going to get up for a second and I need to walk away. Mm -hmm. Like acknowledging that you no longer want to be in that space and being able to 
act instead of react, you know, make a choice and still, instead of, you know, being plummeted with all this emotional, um, you know, energy that comes around it and then being at choice. Okay. I'm not going to let this bother me. And I know I need to do this in order to prevent this. And just like the beautiful type of transformation that all those little things start to cultivate within us. It's just so amazing. Yeah. Tell me about your discovery calls and what happens on these and what the, what like the, the container that you've created within these discovery calls allows people to create for themselves. Yeah, I think, I think number one is the women that come to me, um, it's super, super important that they feel heard. Mm-hmm. So many times as women, um, we just want to be acknowledged. We want our voices to be heard. We want our feelings to be validated. We want to, as women, just have a release that says that I'm allowed to feel this way. I'm, a, I'm allowed to be in this space. I just need somebody to, to listen to me. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of times that we don't feel heard because we have so many things going on that on the other side of that is people, she's being too emotional. She's just going through something. She's just, right? And so um, we feel that our feelings and where we're coming from are less than. And a lot of a lot of the times the discovery calls is women feeling that they can come to a safe space where they can address the things that are coming up for them without judgment, with acknowledgement, and really giving them the freedom to be who they are which sometimes these women have never had because they've been afraid to step into their own journey that they don't know how else to say it, but having a platform where they can just release, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's one of my favorite things. And you know, the discovery is discovering your needs, your wants, yourself. Providing this safe space. For people to come and a lot of times it is when women sign up for things like that it's the first time that they're able to express because they've never felt that there's anybody in their life that they're able to talk to or communicate with and share their feelings and not get beat down for them but instead get lifted up Right, without judgment. Let's be honest, we all have girlfriends we can go and talk to. We know they're one-sided or it's very, you know, like, oh girl, you should leave him or oh, your husband's being a, you know, whatever. Or oh, I, you know, everybody has, has an opinion, has a, you know, which is great. That's why we go to them. You know, we want to, oh, just be on my side, right? Like we, we want that. That doesn't necessarily mean that that's what's in your heart, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That's what the real issue is that's been weighing on you. Yeah. And being able to be honest and vulnerable in a space that holds no judgment and that's only there to help you help yourself mm-hmm. 
you know, it's super powerful. And I wish more women uh, knew that, you know, coaching isn't therapy. We're not going to dive deep into, you know, the root of the problem. We are going to take you where you are now and help you move forward into who you want to become. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. We're guides. We're, we're becoming your best friend that's next to you with that no judgment. But also while hearing things that you're saying that you're not even necessarily hearing for yourself or understanding for yourself. And so we're like the facilitator, that vehicle to actually drive you to where you want to be. Yeah. And I think that's the beauty of coaching and just having somebody on your side and on your team that can be that for you. Right. And wants to see you succeed Mm -hmm. and wants to see you fulfill and achieve the goals that you set for yourself and, you know, wants to see you, um, become the amazing woman that you already are and all you need is a little support a little help a little guidance because how hard is it for us as women to even ask for help oh no i can do it do you need help nope i'm good i got it nope that's okay i can do it you know so so many times asking for help is the scariest part because you are 100 percent being so vulnerable and saying, I can't do it all. And that's one of the hardest things for women to do is be completely vulnerable and say, I need help. Mm -hmm. And how hard is that for us to do? I can vouch for that fully. I mean, stepping into being a single mom and running my business and not having that like help necessarily around at all times and having to be like, okay, like it's another level of, okay, this is on me. But when times get hard and I'm feeling everything, it is the hardest thing to express to somebody that, oh, I am having an extremely hard day, an extremely hard time. I need some help. Can you just watch her for 30 minutes, an hour? You know, it's like, even though it's not that much, it's like asking for that help was so hard to step into because it was like, I felt, I felt like I had to do it all on my own. Like, okay, no, like this is what I was given. This is the life that I was given. So now I have to own it and I have to do it and I have to figure it out. But I don't necessarily have to at all times. I can still ask for what I need, but man, man, was it hard. It's the should have. I I shouldn't have to ask for help. I should be taking care of this on my own. I should, you know, it's the shooting that we do that. And nobody tells us that's what we're supposed to be doing. We do it to ourselves. Mm -hmm. A constant influx of you should do it that way. It's supposed to look like this. You know, you should take care of it. It's your response. You know, all of these things that are so detrimental to us when we just acknowledge that part of that self-love and self-care is understanding that we're just humans. We are just trying to figure it out. And it's okay not to figure it out, not to know everything. 
and to be able to ask for help because I'm also one of those people where I'm just like, nope, it's okay. I got it. I, I can take care of it. Thank you for asking. But if you are in my circle and you're like, oh, hey, can you come over? Sure, no problem. Yeah. Like I have no problem helping others. Mm -hmm. So I know that they would reciprocate, right? We know that. We have people in our life who love us, who want to help us. If we are just able to release that little voice in our right? That little voice inside. Yeah. Just accept and receive because all it is is other people wanting to love us yeah. and take up away some of the heaviness. Yeah. And isn't that what we all need? Just a little, a little release sometimes. Yeah. Totally. Yes. yes. I mean, how many times have you like, you know, gone through the drive-thru and somebody like buys you a cup of coffee and it's like that instant that somebody does something so nice for you. So unexpected, it changes everything. That instant act of kindness, that very small gesture. And that's what, you know, that's what helping is, is we're doing that to ourselves. We're giving that kindness to ourselves by allowing ourselves that moment, that break, that breath that we need. I feel it, I'm receiving it, I hear it. <laughs> and I hope that everyone else has felt and heard the same while listening to this episode. Uh, I know that you are offering everybody a free call. And so is this discovery call what you are giving or is it um, something else? Can you just explain what that is and where people can find you to learn more about you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I always... Um, love, love, love connecting with women, and I and I have a couple different um, programs that I do. Uh, the one-on-one -on -one session, the discovery call, that is all about allowing women to come in who have been thinking about um, asking for help, um, who are wanting to self-discover, who are ready to kind of release that rebel and and start taking that journey. And so um, they can go on to Silver Fox Coaching, and that's the website um, that has all of the information, all the courses. I do um, monthly workshops. I have um, an upcoming um, body positive challenge that I'm working on that I'm really excited about. Um, with quarantine, you know, underway, it's kind of left a lot of us feeling um, all kinds of ways, right? Yes. So um, that's coming on and just women at all stages of their life just need to give themselves permission to no longer live in a space that doesn't serve them, right? And there's so many ways to do that. That's why, you know, podcasts like yours and, you know, the platform that you provide and the things that you do, you know, are so important because there's so many women, you know, all ages, all backgrounds, all everything, you know, like I say, just needing to hear somebody that they resonate with. Yes. Somebody that has been on their journey, somebody that, you know, maybe you know, sparked that little light inside of them. And the more women 
that come together and collaborate and inspire each other, the better we are at growing the beautiful energy that more women need to, you know, acknowledge within themselves. That journey, that story, that connection. And it's what we all need in a world that's so fast paced and ever changing. So thank you. Thank you for like providing that space for women. Thank you for offering this call to everybody so that they can just be in your energy, feel you, see how you can guide them and you know, see if working with your amazing energy and your own light is what they need right now to be able to step into their power. So thank you. Well, I'm so excited. I, I, I've enjoyed our conversation. It's been so much fun. And I think, you know, the more that we can build each other up, the better that we all are. So let's just keep doing that. Exactly. Just be nice. Tonight is one. Yes. <laughs> there is no competition. We all, we all, we all speak to a different level of people and a different type of person. And so that's something that I think is really important. There's no competition in the world. There really isn't. And I think the more we shift from competition to collaboration, the better that we're going to realize that our journeys are so intertwined. And by sharing our beautiful stories, our energies, you know, all the different things that we can bring out of women, just that higher that we can continue to help other women love themselves, search themselves, and really allow themselves to stand in their own beautiful presence. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for this beautiful conversation, for sharing it all. And I appreciate you so much. Well, thank you so much. And thank you to all your listeners. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. And I can't wait you know, to see and to continue to listen to your podcast and all the beautiful women that you continue to collaborate with. All right, ladies. Bye.